0: Welcome to episode number 166, Noble Earth. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by the Motivation Files Unleashed, This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success, available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I am here with Gabe Heck manny goose and joe rakowski noble earth in this episode we have special guest joe rakowski we cover topics that range from the small business ownership health wellness herbs teas and much more we wrap the episode up with quotes from lao tzu and confucius guys if you're new thank you for joining us don't forget to download and subscribe we drop a new episode every tuesday morning for your listening pleasure kicking things off joe mr rakowski thank you for having us here uh we are here at 212 uh, mill street in bristol pa at his establishment noble earth um all right cool so for those of us who do not know who you are and what you do please explain
1: uh well my name's joe and i own noble earth here on mill street like you mentioned uh we're a full kombucha bar tea lounge herb spice tea shop Tons of wellness goods. Uh, we host a lot of different events, uh, open mic night, uh, comedy shows, live music, uh, meditation. I mean, pretty much anything that kind of fits in the, the mold of Bristol down here, uh, we host. So, yeah, nice. a lot of work. A lot of work into this place for sure.
0: I like it. Uh, so so we're here. You have this really cool vibe here. You got us some tea as, we, as, we're, do, yeah. as we're doing the episode here. Um, h- how did you come up with this? how did you come up with a concept? How does it all get started?
2: Yeah, uh,
1: it's kind of a long story, yeah. but, um, just of it was, I, you know, I, I, lived in Arizona for a bit. I lived in Oakland for a while, went to two different schools. One of them brought me to, uh, India for a number of months. I studied Ayurveda, worked with the doctors out there wow. and, uh, living in Cali was absolutely amazing. So that just opened up my eyes to a lot of other things, kombucha being one of them. Um, uh, unfortunately some family events wound up bringing me back here in 2014, very unexpected unfortunately my father passed he had cancer and uh so that just kind of changed everything yeah and uh, i had custody of my nephew and he was big into kombucha so uh, i said you know rather than buying it all the time we can just make our own and yeah. then uh two gowns turned into like 80 gallons in two months wow. and it was wow. a lot of fun and then i already had a, a previous business called ire vegan which is ayurveda with the vegan aspect and um so getting to know other people in this area, different yoga teachers, different business owners. They're like, wow, like your kombucha tastes great. Yeah. You know, can we buy some? And it literally started like L from yoga sphere was like the first person offering me money for kombucha. And I always wow. give her props on that one. Cause she was like my first customer. And then plus the house I was living in, distant relative though know, she was very supportive of you know the situation I was in and then brewing all this kombucha and taking over her space uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was super cool about it and, uh, so major props to Carol Cohn on that one uh, she's like my mom so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so it just developed in all these things and originally this was an idea that was going to happen in California Um, And then I knew eventually I'd be in Bristol, if not at least the Northeast down the line with everything I've been learning over the years, herbalism, Ayurveda, massage therapy, you know, kinesiology, all kinds of stuff. So, um, and what happened was I would be at different events selling my herbs, my tinctures that I make, elixirs and stuff. And then I had the kombucha next to me and that would sell out or just disappear in like minutes. And I'm like, all right, well, there's the business aspect. And uh, so that took the forefront. And uh, although we had tried to incorporate the food aspect here for a while, it's just this is just keeping me too busy. So uh, we're actually going to be hosting some vegan pop-ups each month, once or twice a month at the least. Uh, so that's something we could finally bring in here because a lot of people have been asking about it. But uh, yeah, just that's basically how the kombucha aspect took out uh, took off. One of the first Fridays, I bought the building in 2016. And as we we're working on it, I was kind of giving out samples for first Friday, letting people try And I was shocked how many people knew what kombucha was. Yeah. And one thing that'll always stick out there's a couple of kids hanging around. And I was making a raw root beer at the time. Uh, root beer soda, basically and uh this one kid loved it went back to his friends about 12 of them came back wanted to try samples and i was wow. like here and i gave him a bunch of bottles and my buddy bobby d was next door at sharky's he's like dude do you realize what you just did like those kids will never forget that now yeah, i still yeah, remember yeah. that to this day because i remember you know being a kid he you had your local pizza shop or whatever they'd hook you up and yeah, you know yeah. i always remember those type of things so that's pretty cool and that just set it off for here and uh, of course all the work we did started conversations right away with everyone down here yeah so yeah it's been a big full circle aspect
0: so, so your introduction to all of this, just to go back a little bit, is Ayurveda? Yeah, Ayurveda. Can you explain that just a little bit? So,
1: Ayurveda in short uh, means life science, essentially, in Sanskrit. Uh, it's an ancient science, dates as far back as Chinese medicine, if not longer um yoga is a sister science they're all from the vedas um so basically it's a look at mind body spirit as a whole and each person is very unique in their own construct so you know that's something i dove into learning herbalism and native herbalism which isn't too far off of ayurveda um you know each unique person has their own way they're going to react or act upon you know whatever they're you know, in touch with. So one of the things was herbs. Like, why would echinacea work for this person as the same, you know, sinus infection that I might have? Right. And that was always a question. And that just answered it all, wow, you know, nice. and it was a really incredible. And that just snowballed for years and years and years. And it took me on a hell of a journey. So, uh, yeah, that's the the short end of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> uh, um So so what, what was the goal? Well, once you started, um you know, you landed in Bristol, <laughs> um the, the the atmosphere is cool as hell. Um, I just like the vibe. You just, you actually you feel energized as soon as you walk in. Right. <laughs> um it's part of the goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So how did you accomplish this? I mean, are yeah. you a designer as well? I mean, sometimes like having the knowledge of yeah. certain things is one thing, but then it's like putting it all together, piecing it together is a little harder.
1: Part of it for, well, it started out, my old guitarist, we were we had a band, Hollow Point, back in the day, and we ran a lot of shows at the old Street Road Bar and Grill. And... Um, we took on where we saw things failing as a band with shows where there was so much talent, especially in that time, and not enough bands that were given a proper spotlight or a stage to play on. So he and I took on that whole thing. Band broke up. Years and years later, I'm all over, and then I wound up back here. Got in touch with him as soon as I knew I was at least going to you know, get the ball rolling on a settlement for this building he came in with the design and it looked completely different than what it looks now. Yeah. And the thing that changed was the minute I found the brick and where my office is Mm -hmm. now, because we came in, even this area alone had about six rooms and there was a hallway. There was two slit windows. There was no natural light. The ceilings were very low. It hadn't been touched in 40 plus years. Uh, this actually, this actually used to be an optometrist office. And, um, it's funny since then how many friends I know who used to come in here as a kid. So it's even, wait a second. Did I you used come to come here? here. Yeah, there you Holy go. Holy smokes, See? that's so crazy. Was, <laughs> I just thought Dr. of that. What
0: was it, Dr. Burger's? Yes. Yeah, yes. Dr. Burger, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, wow. this is Spooks, it. That's right. I tested See, there you go. That's what I picked out right back here, probably yeah. around this area. There was a room rooms. where yep. we used to pick out our glasses. Yep. Right there in second grade, I made the mistake by picking out Mickey Mouse glasses because I thought on the lens, Mickey Mouse came with it. It was yes. just a sticker. We found <laughs> <one> <laughs> That was so bad.
1: <laughs> we found one old pair of glasses in the walls. We found a lot of cool stuff in the walls. But, yeah, right on the other side of this bar is where that room started, where you went in to select your yeah. uh, your, uh, your glasses. Wow. I have a lot of the old photos. We're trying to put out a thing out here finally that shows the before and after and during. But um yeah, once they we found a brick it changed everything and then um you know, our motto, it was me and my buddy Malcolm doing all the work in here. Brought my brother in, my buddy Vince, my buddy Chuck um, to help out. And it was mainly me and Malcolm would sit down every day. And our motto became change of plans, change of plans. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I'd find something. He's like, all right, what's Joe want to get done today? And uh, he had a hell, <laughs> you know, he's got a hell of a vision too. So he's been a carpenter his entire life. Oh, so nice. at that point, he was already looking at 26 years under his belt as a carpenter. Wow. So we put that together along with my re uh discovery of being able to do woodwork and uh, in fact all the wood in here is uh either bristol wood or at the least pa wood Wow! Um, in fact all these round cutouts are all from along the river Uh, that was so time (laughs) consuming yeah
2: yeah he did that i
1: wanted nothing to do with it but (laughs) i wound up chopping up i think we spent more hours chopping the wood um, than anything else, but that was his it's baby. Cool of him. Yeah, and it's we've weird. had people offer us money to do it, and we just told them you can't afford us. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's that's way too much. I, I think it's like one of the only things that got us really pissed off in here at times because it's so tedious and yeah, annoying. But, um, so,
0: so those yeah. there's uh, there's chairs over there mm-hmm. made out of like yeah. tree trunks. Yeah, that's also from that's. Also I wish from. I
1: made them. I refinished I was them. Say, that's wow. probably the only thing in here we didn't do. Yeah, um, but that was from the old Kildares in Maniunk.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, Wow, Funny
1: enough, I wound up meeting some people who now have a connection with that current spot where that used to be. But um, yeah, I got a, somebody sent me a message saying hey look at this listing and I called them right away I was like do not talk to anybody I will be there in an hour do not get rid of them wow. and they were super cool and everyone there man was right off the boat of Ireland they were cracking me the hell up the whole time <laughs> That's awesome. and uh, it was neat because the day we finally brought them up here was the day we put in the new windows in the door yeah. and I actually got a message that same day from the woman who sold them to me who wanted me to eventually send her a picture because they meant a lot to her you know yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. The family I was like you're not gonna believe this we just brought them upstairs and she just sent me the whole like crying emoji oh, wow, wow. I was like Cool man, you know, so I gave it a, a real home. But uh yeah. So yeah, and it just went on and on and you know, um Luckily the borough was really cool with us. We were really cool with the borough. You know, that's the one thing about being down here in the historic district, uh the town squares, there's a lot more rules, which yeah. at the time kind of yeah. pissed me off, but now I'm actually on one of the boards for it.
0: Yeah. So it's
1: um, mm-hmm. it's in, it's important. So I'm glad, you know, they were cool enough with us and um you know, we stuck to what they wanted and here we go. You got one of the most unique spots you're going to see pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And we we, te- we definitely take pride in that. This this has been a really cool project and You know, sometimes I got to really turn the lights off sitting here alone and really remind myself, like, what the hell Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome.
0: So so from time of purchase of uh, the building to opening doors business-wise, even if it didn't Mm -hmm. necessarily offer all this, how long did that take?
1: Uh, I bought it July 2016. We actually signed an agreement with the previous owner for us to start work in the rear in the brew room. and then it took. I think we opened officially August 2017. Okay. So and that was just because of one setback, finding out that because of new construction, we needed everything updated with the fire alarm. So we had to have all hardwired monitored system. Wow. And unfortunately, the company took about three to four months to even get out here, which wow. Wow. was very annoying to me because I was really going for May, which was like my father's birthday. I would have loved to have done that, but yeah. just take it as it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But all right so so what was your biggest challenge starting the business outside of you know getting over the humps of actually mm-hmm. getting started but once you got started what was immediate to you because uh, you know how to make um you know the the, the herbs and teas mm-hmm. and all that good stuff but the actual business aspect of
1: it. Yeah, I mean, luckily we got some people who are really helpful down here. Yeah. So you know, when I first came back to town, the first person I talked to was Ron McGuckin and Bill Peza, mm-hmm. and uh, me and Ron were supposed to meet for about 20 minutes, and that turned into a four-hour conversation. We nice. just really hit it off. Yeah. Still an awesome guy. I love him to death. Um, so that was a big help right away. They're they're always ready to reach out to new businesses that want to come down here and help any way they can, and I've now hopped on that boat too with anyone who wants to come down here. Um, I don't think there was really any big challenges, although I I was wrapped in bandages because I had a brew bomb go off on me. So it's basically um, the pumpkin chai that we make. uh, It blew up once in the back room because we (laughs) forgot it. We were moving wood outside. We heard a big bang. And I thought one of the neighbors hit the garage. And my buddy's like, dude, that was from inside. And we go in, and it's all over the place. And there's still glass in the ceiling to remind me to not forget. (laughs) Um, But then, funny enough, you know, I'm moving you know I, I used to brew in one gallon glass jugs and this one just got super active and the minute I, s- I put it down, I heard a crack and it just blew up at my feet oh, uh, wow. Three of them blew up at my feet. And, um, oh, it was immediate, like I broke my hand years ago, living in Cali of something else that like 8,000 pounds of pressure blew up on my hand, almost lost my hand. Oh my gosh. Uh, so immediately it was like a little bit of a PTSD of yeah, that yeah, yeah, ears yeah, yeah. ringing. And I'm like, all right, everything's here. Where's the blood coming from? And I had blood all over my legs. I still have scars on my legs from it. And wow. that was a hilarious <laughs> scenario. Uh, made it to the <laughs> hospital luckily. And, uh, they were like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and, um, so that was interesting. But, um, so the day we opened, I still had bandages still bleeding, you know just made it happen man it's just like we worked too hard to let it sit anymore um in fact you know with the uh facade grants we had gotten at that time you know if you start any work on your building without you know the approval first you get no money and for me it was just like i couldn't wait anymore which is a shame because it was a major loss that i was looking forward to i mean tens of thousands of dollars that i had put into uh, at least the facade and you know hoping to get that but you know i think that was the only thing that really kind of You know, frustrated me a bit, but kudos to those who were working on that grant. You know, but um, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, we were packed right away, man, and the word got out. And like you know, that whole table and chair set. Once we put the windows in and brought that in. We literally waited till the day we opened to clean the windows because there's so many face and handprints on it. Wow! And still to this day, people come in just to look at them, mm-hmm. sit down. You know, they mm-hmm. might have a, a cup of tea, but at least you know that's free marketing for me right there. They come yeah. in, check it out and they'll talk about it. So,
0: so, yeah. so, uh, can you explain to us your, your business hours? Mm-hmm. How many team members you have? Is it yeah. just you? How's that work? So it's just me in the back at the moment,
1: although I just brought somebody on finally that can help me out. You know, he literally quit his full-time job to come here. Wow. Uh, So he'll be working with me and hopefully Naked Brewing Company, which we're opening up their second location right underneath where we're sitting right now. Wow. Um, That's coming very soon. We're just waiting on the permits and uh, final inspections. Um, But uh, yeah, we have a few people to help out in here. That's been a big one because when we started, it was me and one other person in the front here, and then I realized I can't be up here and need to brew in the back. Cause yeah. I'm in here till two, three, sometimes four in the morning. And yeah. I'm just like having mm-hmm. zero life. Yeah. Um, so that changed a little bit to where now I have people that can cover the front and then I'm constantly in the back. Um, if I'm not in the back, I'm delivering kegs or doing something else for the borough or, you know, something else business wise, but, um, I'm cr- constantly going, trying to spread the business a bit more. We're in a lot of different farmers markets, uh, events every single weekend. And, uh, we're starting to wait, make our way into new hope now to the ferry building, the ferry market building That's nice. and, um, which has just been a goal of mine for a while since they opened. And, um, yeah, just the good things are rolling, man. We're getting out there. People are liking what we do, and, uh, you know, it's crazy right now. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> so um, to get a little bit more specific, mm-hmm. let's explain to the folks listening exactly some of the products you sell.
1: Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know kombucha, kombucha is a raw fermented tea, although the raw thing – I actually want to kick that out because you start with a tea. Uh, you make basically a sweet tea we use very high quality teas and what we use um, and that naturally with the fermentation using the cultures from a previous batch you get naturally current probiotics B vitamins there's a lot of health claims we can't make any health claims as much sure. as I'd like to uh, we can get in some trouble for that but uh, the claims that are out there and most people who put it out there as what it is is you know you have your natural probiotics so it's pretty good for gut health you know yeah. for digestion and stuff we have other athletes that come in here guys from Keystone guys from Ring of honor um we almost got an account with the 76ers i was really trying for oh, it, but yeah. we'll see what happens down the road um but yeah a lot of athletes are using if you know from their aspect it helps mm-hmm. with muscle recovery their coaches their uh wellness coaches are definitely a part of that uh pushing that in fact seattle seahawks have their own kombucha brewery wow. um, 76ers now have somebody else com- uh, helping them out with their kombucha and uh you know the sports teams are really hopping in on mm-hmm. it um, so that's that's the main aspect of that is a cold fermented beverage it's non-alcoholic although it goes great with any cocktails um, <laughs> in fact we had it at E-Tree where we did a Kamosa which was a Prosecco and the uh, kombucha we did a shandy which was a mix of the kombucha and any beer they wanted to choose I think we selected a, a distinct one that went well with the flavor but uh you know a lot of different cocktails a lot of different aspects you can use um, and so that's our main front of what we do okay. and then the rest you know we have the loose herbs, spices and teas so you know this is something I've, you know, I've seen all over the world and mostly on the West Coast. Unfortunately, you don't see this down here anymore. So yeah. I want to bring some of that aspect back where, you know, my motto is anything from a pinch to a pound, whatever you need. We'll, we if we don't have it, we'll get it. Yeah. Um, and uh, we saw a lot of local wellness goods stuff from Christine's garden of beauty me alchemy um, uh, big spoon little spoon soap company actually makes a kombucha soap with our kombucha. Uh, so we're always looking for more local wellness goods and people who are really, you know, passionate about what they do because those are certainly the companies that'll stick to it and succeed and give you a, a premium quality, um, premium quality goods in general. So, yeah. And then along with the events, uh, that helps us stay pretty busy and relevant. You know, yeah. Comedy shows have really been taken off. The live shows and the, uh, actually the, the um, open mics have really been impressive. A lot of younger kids that are in here, you know, really give you hope in the future of music. So nice. that's pretty cool. I yeah. Like that. Very cool. Um,
0: yeah. All right. Well, before we switch uh-huh. over to uh, more of the products, let's take a step back actually, because mm-hmm. um, now I'm staring at and really yeah. looking at the uh, the company's logo. Yeah. Can you explain the name? <laughs> where did you get it from? Yeah, and a little bit of the logo.
1: Yeah. So that's a really cool story. Um, so actually, so the des- the design was finished by Jessica. Uh, Hales. So uh, she was the first person I was told to talk to, and she was an immense help. She spent hours—I think probably about two days—in here doing the wall logo. Wow. Uh, she helped me out big time. The original idea was having a snake Orlboro. Um That was the first thing I had, um, and that was a bit of a story. I did some uh, medicine Buddha retreat of sorts when I lived in Cali, and uh, the night before, I had what came out to be a vision. Um, uh, let's see. I was with my friend Monica and Heidi, and I told them about it the night before we're getting ready to do this like weekend class in Benicia, California. Yeah. And um, I had this thing where it's like I was covered in Welsh and Dutch tattoos, and that's like part of my heritage. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's not something that's popped in my head in a long time. And um, there was like this older man who came up, you know, kind of primitive garb, and uh, pointed out to my chest, and there was a white snake and a black snake, and I never forgot that. Yeah. And um, so the next day, we're we had like a little potluck after the first half of the class, and our teacher's big guy Dan, and he goes, You know, I had a dream about you last night. You're covered in tattoos. And I look at both of my friends who thought Dude, I was I crazy. Just got the chills. Yeah, that's telling me. So my friend's jaws just dropped. I was like, I told you I wasn't crazy, you know? So yeah. So he's like, you know, we'll talk about a little more later. And we want to talk in a bit after class. You know, he definitely wasn't telling me, you know, he wasn't going to tell me everything that, you know, came about with that. But for him, he was, you know, asking the right questions. You know, did you see the black snake eating more of the white snake or vice versa? What else did you see? It was more of the white snake eating the black snake. And for him, at the time, I still, I think I had shaved my head finally. I had like a mohawk back in the day. Yeah. And then I still had some of my piercings and, you know, um, which was always interesting with the uh, Ayurveda teachers. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. But. So um, long, story, long story short with that, it was just like, you know, he's like, you were here before and you went down a dark path doing the same, like, healing of sorts. Mm. He's like, you're here again to, to do it right. You wow. Know? So nice. there's much more we talked about. and I want to get really deep in with Medicine Buddha It's still something I practice now and then, you know, different he- healing techniques, self-healing techniques, and just meditation in general. Um, so that was always the aspect I wanted. And then uh, Noble Earth, I think I wanted Earth in the name somehow, although yeah. I felt like it was a little repetitive. But there was nothing out here who had that name. I was more thinking about the West Coast, and then uh, somebody I was with, we're at a dinner, and we're actually we were at Spring and Vine in in New Hope. That's right. And uh, I was with Ricky, and she's like, you know, what do you think about Noble? And I'm like, well, how do you want to spell it? like Nobel, Noble? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like Noble. I was like, it seems kind of bougie or snobby, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah. And as I
1: looked at the different definitions and kind of like. Started doing the sentences in my head and what it is I do, and you know, very passionate about what I do, and very honest and transparent about what I do. You know, my thing is always there's no BS, like, nothing yeah. we have in here is BS, nothing's you know, some cheap quality crap. You know, we carry the best of what we can get. Uh, as far as a small business standpoint, sure. So yeah, the noble stuck. I'm like noble earth, and we literally asked one of the waitresses, who was super cool, and uh, definitely uh, no problem telling us like it is. And uh, <laughs> she was like, "Dude, that's awesome." I was like, nice. "All right, there it is." So spring and vine is where it happened wow. <laughs> awesome. with that. And then Jess came up with the the moon phase idea and the sun idea. And even for me, looking at it as we go on in the years, there's a lot of little hidden aspects in there for me. So uh, that's even more meaning. So looking at that symbol, it's a bit of a reminder, you know, just of, um, you know, I'm sure there's many people out there with addiction issues and past things they'd rather forget. For me, I went through a tough time in my early 20s, and uh, that's a bit of a reminder, like, how far I've come and where I'm at now. So, yeah. yeah. so Props to Jess on an incredible job. She was super patient with me. Yeah.
0: That's a, well. It's a big thing, yeah. right? I mean, oh, it's yeah. like, especially yeah. like you say, it's like your life's work. You're, it, it, you're coming. It's coming to fruition. Now you got to put a name on it, right? It's yeah. like Oh no, uh, it's not easy. I
1: think the hardest part of all that was the damn font, man. It was <laughs> so annoying. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. She, she was listening yeah. to absolutely everything I said, and I'm like, you know what, dude? I was like, chop this around, throw this around. Yeah. Like, she, she was really cool, and we had some really cool conversations, getting a feel, you know, her artistic feel of it. And she yeah. just completely nailed it, man. Yeah. I was so happy when she finished. I'm like, dude, you're amazing. You know, so, you know, she's done a few other logos for uh, other businesses down here, too. I like it. Yeah. Awesome job.
0: All right. So, so uh, let's go back to the, let's go back to the the products. What's the difference? You got hot teas, you got cold. Uh, You want to explain a little bit about that um, Mm -hmm. for, for those of us who do not know the, you know, what's the benefits? So kombucha is
1: a naturally cold uh, fermented beverage. So you have that aspect. We do have a list of cold teas, excuse me, that we've had on tap. Um, Or, I'm sorry, uh, as an offering for quite a while, like I was telling you guys before we went on, you know, that that menu has not changed since we started. Those were some of my personal favorites I'd make for myself, and evidently other people like them. So, we kept them on. We are currently working on more of a menu, especially entering the fall season, where we're gonna do like some cool chai stuff, matcha chai's. Uh, I really wanna get back into the idea of the premium teas, the exotic teas from around the world, getting some of the aged pu -er teas and stuff. Do like a gung-fu tea ceremony on certain nights, where people can get like, legit experience of a tea yeah that's one of my favorite things to do um so that's going to be neat um and then we offer you know regular hot teas you know you buy from uh we carry Numi tea we also carry a lot of loose leaf teas and different blends that you can order to have in a french press here just enjoy it throughout the day however however long you want to stay so that's basically what we do we keep it somewhat simple but uh The menu is constantly changing for the kombucha. We have a lot of favorites. I think at this point I've made almost four dozen different varieties since we started, and all of them have been a hit. So uh, it's tough to keep, you know – each one on that people like, but you know, especially this time of year, the pawpaws are in season, so I'm going crazy with that right now. And of course, the chai, and everyone loves the rusty gourd and all that, so people are like excited that. about that one.
0: Um, all right, so on, on your board, it says ask about our custom pores. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you about your custom pours What's yeah. that? What's that?
1: Yeah, so that's uh, we do different, we, we carry high quality matcha, um, organic matcha, everything we carry is organic. Um, so we can make different blends of a hot or cold matcha with different, you know, we're all vegan in here, so it's uh, uh, we do almond, oat, coconut milk. Uh, sometimes we bring in some fancy little seasonal milks if we can get them. If I have enough time, usually I'll make our own, and then we'll have that as a special. Yeah. Uh, so that's the aspect of the matcha. Then we have the tea wall, and basically you can choose any tea you want over there, mix or match. And we'll do a French press of either size that you'd like. And um, we also do a, a golden latte. and We actually carry uh, full spectrum CBD oil as well, so we can add that to any beverage that you like besides the kombucha. Um, usually, I do have a CBD blend. We actually started sourcing locally in upstate, or I'm sorry, upper Bucks. Uh, so now I get the fresh flowers, and I dry that, and I make a tea of that, and I add that to the kombucha for our Cannabiscus anxiety. And uh, oh, yeah, whoa. <laughs> whoa! And and besides that, we super have super creative uh, on that yeah. name. <laughs> So and even besides that, we have two CBD varieties on tap at the Creek Brewing Company. Uh-huh. Uh, they were our first big customer, our first customer. So hats off to Jeremy and Tyler and all them over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've had nonstop taps over there for about since November. So wow. I think last October I set my goals like this next year I'm going to be in every brewery and every health store possible and within a month I got one of the biggest breweries in the tri-state area. Yeah. You know. yeah. So uh, we've had a great relationship with them and we're going to do more work with Naked Brewing Company, Broken Goblet, uh, a bunch of other ones we're lining up and hoping to partner with. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Nice. All
0: right. So we know there's a there's a ton of fan favorites, right? Mm-hmm. What is your favorite? If you can put. Hmm. Man. We know you have a favorite cup. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's all in the mood. Sometimes I have the the grenade cup when I'm pissed off for the day or something. You I know? Don't like it, but I it like works. It. Um, uh, I'd say what's on the board right now. I love the Savage Paw because I love paw paws. Okay, um, and the Dirty Paw is pretty damn good too. Uh, so so, stuff, so yeah. what's a paw? So a paw is our native fruit. It's one of our only native fruits. It uh, grows up and down the East Coast as far down as South Carolina. It uh, grows in Zone 7 as well. So we have a lot of different varieties up here, and I actually didn't know we had more than one until I was out at um, Horn Farm for their pawpaw festival last week. Oh, and wow. we sold out within the first two hours each day. Wow. So I was pretty blown away by that. Um, so it looks like a mango on the outside. It's got a custardy inside. It uh, basically slices it down the middle. It's got six big seeds, almost look like kidney beans, And um, it's a tasty, tasty fruit. Um, A lot of people eat it when they're just ripe. I think as they get very, very ripe, they're they're tastiest. A lot of people kind of compare it to a banana. I think that's uh, selling it short. Um, but everyone's got their own little flavor profile they mm-hmm. get from it. And I didn't even know there's like five varieties a Shenandoah, Allegheny, Susquehanna. Nickname for us is Susquehanna Banana, which I thought was <laughs> <cool>. yeah, <that's> <laughs> catchy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's one of my favorites. So I'm always looking forward to this time of year. And I just bought 10 pounds of them. Whoa. So uh, I'll be making a lot of different varieties. We're going to do a jalapeno pawpaw and I'm uh, wow. messing around with some other stuff now, too. That's yeah.
0: Awesome. So, so speaking of pawpaw, this is something that's, I'm, I'm assuming, like, currently going on in the industry H- how do you how do you stay in the loop with mm. everything
1: i just do what i do yeah i mean of course i'm going to see what other people are doing sometimes i pull a little inspiration if i see something really crazy yeah um there's so many awesome kombucha companies out there I-, I think they're all great um you know but one of the ones i was really inspired by even after i was already making it i was out at the uh, veg fest in portland Couple of years ago, I think it was like 2014, 13, something like that. And uh, Soma Kombucha out of Portland, Oregon, is one of the best damn companies I've ever seen in my life. And you know, I always gravitate towards businesses that have a really awesome, you know, organic, so to speak, backstory. You know, mm. the guy was a yoga teacher, wanted people to stay after class, so he decided to start making teas and kombucha. Next yeah. thing you know, people were offering money for his kombucha. Wow. Now he's got one of the biggest kombucha companies on the West Coast, wow. and he keeps it local. He's a really cool guy. Um, they had amazing ideas like a smoked sweet potato and like, uh, man, what else did he do? There was like some crazy smoked ones. sweet
0: potato sounds really good. Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> Originally crazy.
1: our rusty Gore was a smoked pumpkin. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. now we're just trying to get one of the local kitchens. Like I want to have E tree, like do a glazed pumpkin in the fire in the wood fire. And then we can use that,
0: you oh, know, wow. in like bushes. So That's something that's I got to cool.
1: talk to Greg about over there, but, yeah. um, yeah, so that was a big inspiration. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, for me, it's always like what I like, and then yeah. you know what I like isn't always you know what everyone's going to like, of course, but hasn't really happened yet. So, so h-
0: how do you get when when you're brewing this? I know you made up some jacked up batches in the beginning. H- how did how did how did you how yeah. do you like refine to 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 the point where you know it's getting better, and to the point where now you're obviously mastered it?
1: Yeah, I mean, at the time, it was a little more of a rush, and I hit a big bump when we started because I I did what – Basically, the health board and the Department of Agriculture would like you to do, although you don't have to, is instead of using the cultures that I grew in my home, I went and bought a commercial batch, an original brew, and I bought cases and cases, and I wound up wasting, I think, like 60 gallons wow. because something was wrong with theirs. Where, although I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but they. They claim that everything's organic. I found out there's a man-made organism that they put in it to prevent the SCOBES from growing, which SCOBY is an acronym for symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. Naturally, ferments, happens in a lot of different ferments. So I was really pissed off with that. And yeah. uh, that set us back like a month. Wow. And uh, so it was just another hurdle, just like with anything in business, man. You just got to take it, run with it, do whatever you can. So I wound up hitting up uh, Brooklyn Kombucha, or Kombucha Brooklyn. And uh, ordered up. I was like, "Hey, I'm in. A, I'm stuck. You guys make amazing stuff. Like, can you send me some culture, some scobies?" And they helped uh, get me back on track with that. Um, so that was a bit of a, a stump there. But um,
0: yeah, and then and then, like, as you said adding to the different flavors it's just, yeah it's so
1: now that I was able to have more time it was just like all right, I can refine my recipes because exactly. before I do it like cooking I'm like yeah that looks about right this seems good I know this yeah. is going to taste like yeah. that I just kind of I always love that there's an art to yeah. it sure but people obviously want consistency so and I don't blame yeah. them of course um, so that was something I had to refine a little bit so I started you know writing down on my recipe book or like sure. I would have someone in there behind me writing down like what I'm doing like all right that looks like a cup that looks you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, and it's, 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 uh, it's cool, but you know, it's interesting with ferments and I talked to some other breweries about this, you know, as far as like beer breweries and it's like certain times of the season, man, I can keep that room at steady 80 degrees and keep the correct moisture, man, the organisms know when this, when the weather changes, yeah. they, they feel the energy of what's going on. Yeah. So like, I think it was like this time of year, it'll be a little bit slower. With the turnaround for the ferments, where it usually takes seven days, it might take ten or eleven days for first ferment. Um, so now I can be now that we're in two years, almost three years of making it in this facility, um, I kind of get the gist on what's coming up, and I gotta remind myself, you know. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So and I just have ideas that pop in my head if I'm out. Like I said, we're at a lot of farmers markets, so I'll see what they're growing. I'll talk to the farmers like what's coming up, and uh, we can plan accordingly to that. Like we did a beet jalapeno that we call Bristol beet. And nice. uh, we source our beets from not only Blooming Farm, but Love Grows CSA and Gravity Hills Farm and uh, Rolling Hills Farm. So we like getting varieties on the beet aspect, and then the jalapenos—who's who's ever grown them—we'll use them. Uh, and that was a pretty cool one. So it's just like weird ideas, and if people give great feedback, I'll keep it on. Yeah. yeah. So
0: so when you have when you have events here, uh, c- can you explain a little bit of the setup? Is it more um, obviously the the point is. there's there's many aspects to that right Mm -hmm. so obviously you you know local talent you're bringing them in giving them a shot as well as you have all your products here that you're also uh able to sell what's the goal for that
1: yeah um well the whole thing and it was a few times i got emotional about it because i remember being a kid we used to have echo studios in tullytown yeah and some things got ruined, you know, not so much to do with Echo, but local government, I'll say. Um, yeah. I'm not really a fan of their old government. So, um, so that was unfortunate. And then, you know, we used to have a lot of live shows even around here. Uh, I forget which local church, like two blocks away. There used to be shows down in the basement. I played a bunch of them. Wow. And then, like, you know, uh, Sub Hoods and all the guys that still live around here. Um, so that was always something that led into the shows that we ran. It was always a big thing. So with building this, I'm like, we got to do live shows here again. You know, and I want to I provide a space now because there's nothing else for, you know, people under 21 or under yeah. 18. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was kind of the, the first thought, but also providing just in general a safe space for anybody. Yeah. You know, where space you can come in and hang out. You know, I don't deal with anybody starting any trouble. We haven't had that issue. Yeah. Um. And, uh, you know, we, we, I do also want to... You know, make sure that even the older generation knows this is a spot for them as well. Mm -hmm. And that's something I heard recently. Someone was like, oh, you know, everyone feels it's for the young kids. And it's not. I mean, we're we're bringing in old traditions here. Everything that's here is old tradition. You know, it's just like it's been gone for a while, at least in this area. So, um, you know, like we have a Halloween show we're trying to do November 2nd. I want to bring in some rockabilly stuff, some surf type music and, you know, make it like an old retro Halloween kind of vibe. And that's just like another thing we want to offer to everyone. Like, Hey, anybody can come to this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and then bringing it into young and then seeing them with open mic, which I was definitely afraid of at first. Because uh, I've <laughs> yes, never sure had a good never open mic know. experience. <laughs> it's so <laughs> annoying, you know? And it's just like, you know, and I'm surprised because some people I know who have been in the music <laughs> aspect and guys who have recorded my stuff, who now in breweries and stuff, they started doing some open mics. And I knew they were reluctant too, but luckily that they've apparently had great success. And, you know, we're at a point again where there's a lot of people of all. Uh, generations, all age groups now that are just, like, really doing some cool stuff, man. Yeah. So I was shocked. You know, like, we have – we've every night that we've had – we're doing it for a couple months now. Uh, we do it every second to fourth Friday. And uh, I'm blown away, man, by some of the talent. So uh, it gives me a little boost in that energy of and just, like, complimenting why I built this place. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's happening exactly um, what I had in mind, you know, to an extent. So, nice. Yeah. So,
0: so where do you see yourself or where, where would you like for – um noble earth to be in five years are you looking to open up multiple locations i know you're doing yeah. business with other you know uh, or doing business with other businesses yeah. um expansion wise uh where, where are you at with that
1: yeah so we always get the question do we ship our kombucha and i don't and that's one of the reasons is our kombucha Is the one that most people choose or like any other local kombuchas is because it's not sitting here for a couple weeks before it then goes on a truck which is shipped who knows where and then sitting on the shelf for who knows how long sure so you know you see a lot of big companies now throwing their brand on kombucha and most of them suck and yeah Mm -hmm. it's either they're pushing it too quick or you know, there's there's a lot of different things that I don't agree with, and for me, it's just keeping stuff traditional, old school. You know, I'm very much into wild food foraging and wild ferments, and that's what that's one of the many things that got me into this. But um, the big goal is, if we're gonna get a push to be in a certain area, I'd like to just open up a spot like this in another area got it. as best we can. So, like, I'm even eyeing up Westchester right now, uh, at least to get our stuff up there. We're we're in Reading now too. We're at um, Good Life Organics, we got four taps on there and that's going to grow for us, I hope. Yeah. We have a really good uh, relationship with them. So it's like, but that drive kind of kills me now and then. So, yeah. um, you know, if we start getting places out of state, you know, different areas, that's definitely a goal. And at least the next five years is to have another spot and, you know, be able to have people that can run it. Yeah, Nice. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, all right. So how, how, how do you market your business, right? So a lot of it is... Um, a lot of times when we run into, uh, small businesses, they're very passionate about what they do. Um, you know, the, the product or service that they have, but a lot of the struggle becomes like, we're not marketing experts. We don't know, Mm. you know, specifically how to, you know, tap into something. A lot of it, it will happen organically. Um, but sometimes you need that, you know, that social media, you gotta be in it now. I
1: mean, listen, when I started, I know people were in the healing world that are getting at now although they started their company organically and they're amazing yeah um shout out to Ramos of healing on that one yeah. uh bit my big brother and sister essentially they're the ones that got me into all you know healing stuff when i was doing a big shift in my life in my early 20s yeah so but they're one of them and you know they're, they're all on board with that now they realize social media is where it's at and there's there's too many people in the healing world yoga world um not so much the yoga world the yoga world's just saturated anymore but you know the, like you mentioned there's a lot of businesses that are passionate about what they do but they have zero idea in respects to you know what they're doing it's just a lot to take on and there's everyone's got an opinion on it but if you're paying attention to certain trends I mean you look at someone like Gary V who I take a lot of what he says into consideration that guy hasn't been wrong in a lot of stuff I've (laughs) tried out either (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I love the way that guy is I'm like this guy's like me like you know kind of unfiltered and gonna tell you like it is but yeah um, he's nailing it on the head and I think you know like he's on the whole TikTok LinkedIn thing now and I'm like it's amazing and I'm trying to get on that now Yeah. Um, unfortunately like I said I have the email issue going on so that stifled yeah. everything at the moment sure. but um, yeah like I just started buying more ads on Facebook for every events and the comedy shows we saw are selling out all the time now because rather than it just be you know we're going to share 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 and then you know whoever's performing here may wait till the week of you right. know and now we're also getting involved with like Beer Fest Tickets who has their own marketing of sorts so it's like they take a, a small percentage and are really nice guys. And uh, so that helps out. And it's really just like sharing, man, knowing what's key. Like I, I up to my Twitter, you know, uh, presence on there now. I'm starting to do more videos. I wasn't big on videos before because as with most people, you hate your own voice. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, you know, you're always scrutinizing yourself. But at that point, I'm like, screw it, man. Like, like yeah. just, just do it, put it out there. At least people know and um there's some different ideas but yeah the marketing is the number one thing with a lot of people and i see that even with a lot of businesses here and other other places right now it's like man you got to get on it yeah um whatever way you can i mean marketing's marketing you know but uh it's, you know, Instagram, paying that extra couple bucks for an ad is gonna go a long way. You're just investing in yourself. And it's just like anything here, man, every dollar I make goes right back into this place goes right Absolutely. back. I'm not taking vacations. Like I'm not living a lavish life. I'm making everyday work. So it's like, you got to struggle, man. And you're going to. And if yeah. you actually give a damn about what you're doing, you're gonna stick with it.
0: Absolutely. You know, yeah. Um. So you, you mentioned about a l- little bit about personal growth. Mm-hmm. In your 20s, you mm-hmm. had a basically a paradigm shift. Yeah. Um, what, what do you do to grow yourself mentally? Uh, do you read a lot? Do you watch videos? How do you grind? I see you have a little library here of books. What, yeah, what do you
1: yeah. do? It's probably more videos now than anything because now I can brew and listen to them. Yeah, yeah, right know? on. Uh, but I do miss reading as much as I used to. I try to like once a week, maybe read a couple pages a week on something. Or if I Definitely. really start digging into it, I'll, I'll add it a lot more. Um, you know, there's like no going out you know, and having a good time for the most part. So it's like, uh, that's the big inspiration. Um, Watching other businesses too, you know, we have some really good businesses down here and other spots like Jim at Organon's, you know, he was the first guy that uh, offered any help I needed. He's a retail, you know, organic uh, market, natural food marketplace. He was, he was trying to be my first account for the longest time and he wanted bottles and we're like, dude, the kegs is where it's at. And then bam, that happened finally. Um, but he's always, that, that family's awesome. That shop is something I definitely look up to and how they run things. But, um, you know, and then breweries, I got, I got friends who started as just like a brew club and now they're running a massive brewery, you know? So it's like paying attention to what they're doing and also kind of, you know, my dad was a big inspiration. Um, because I was, you know, I was around for a lot of stuff he was involved in and just seeing how he held stuff as a leader himself and, you know, how he handled certain situations, uh, definitely still on my shoulder every time I'm, I'm thinking about doing stuff or definitely, you know, how to act or react to something. Sure. You know, sure.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So, so speaking of which, um, how do you manage work life? It was it all. <laughs> one what's, thing what's, life? What's, that? <laughs> what's life? What's <laughs>
1: life? Uh, I mean, I love what I do, so it's like – if and this is one of the reasons we built the place the way we did is because, like, if I'm going to be here all the time, I want yeah. to be like I'm in my living room where yeah. I want to be. This is my sanctuary. For sure. Um, but it's tough, man. I'm still learning. Um, you know, this is our third cold season, um, you know, so it's uh, it's tough. You know, it's tough on any relationships. It's tough on family life. Uh, I just saw my brother finally the other day for the first time in like a month, and he lives ten minutes up the road wow. you know yeah so it 's tough, and he 's got kids in his own family, so all you know, my cousins I got cousins who own businesses too, so it 's like you know you kind of see what they 're doing, and anytime I can you know talk to them, we definitely you know big inspiration, but it's tough man yeah. it's just you know forcing yourself to take time and now that i 'm getting more help, I can like stand back, but then you kind of feel lost because you 're so much into what you're doing. You're like, no, I gotta brew this, I gotta I gotta get ready for this. I gotta do this marketing. And for me, any second I'm not marketing, it's marketing lost. Right. You know, so um but yeah, it's really forceful and patience. This place has definitely finally taught me a lot of patience. Um so it's pretty cool, but yeah, it's challenging. Um, you know, luckily there's a lot of businesses where they have a partner or they have, you know, family and all that. For me it's fortunate for me and what i do i don't have kids and yeah. i'm not married or anything so there's yeah. that up or down with that but um you know you, you just do what you can do and um it's a trial and error man Every day's a test yeah just gotta keep uh, learning from it and try to pass the next day
0: what what is um I, a lot of a lot when we talk to a lot of people here on a podcast um i know my motto is every single day be the best version of myself mm, um what, what's your motivation
1: man a lot um just the fact that people love this that it's insane that i'm able to have a kombucha spot here in bristol yeah of all places i thought was like if i can do it here i can do it anywhere sure um which with much respect to bristol bristol's can be a tough town and yeah everyone's got their opinions and they stick to them yeah but uh yeah um I just love to brew, man. I like making stuff. I miss cooking. I don't cook as much as I used to. It's a cook like a wild man. But uh, yeah. now this is like my version of that. So sure. I put everything I am into it, and it means a lot knowing that there's a quick quick turnaround. means that people love it. And uh, just meeting a lot of people. I'm not always in this shop. I get a lot of crap about it sometimes, but people don't realize the amount of work that goes into this. Yeah. So, um, But being at different events is really cool because, you know, you get to educate some people. They're trying your product and, you know usually everyone has their reserves about kombucha based on what they have from a store. And then that's one of the other things that made this place the way it is, is we change people's ideas and their palates. So, um, yeah, I think that in general and just seeing how well small businesses are now, and there's such a spotlight on small businesses It inspires Uh, the hell out of me. Yeah. Yeah. we got a lot of good people involved. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Um, all right, so last question before we wrap this up: What's your recommendation to anyone trying to jump into the health wellness business? Don't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, It's a um, it's,
1: uh, it's a totally different thing, man. I mean, what I do here is like a corner. Uh, this was originally going to be called Cornucopia. Okay. Was the original name I wanted because yeah. we're just mixing everything in here. There's like a a wealth of different offerings, but. Um, the wellness world's different because it's always changing some of us even if we're practitioners if we're licensed therapists we still can't do as much as we'd like due to legal reasons Um, so that gets tough Um, there are ways now that you know now that you're seeing CBD getting more out there now and people starting to realize like this is real yeah um, as long as you're getting a pure substance as with anything else but um, it, it's always changing. You know, the CBD thing, is it's just took a hold so much. But I also tell people, like, listen, man, there's been other herbs around before CBD that can help too. Uh, so if you can't always afford it or find it or not willing to take a chance on it, you know that's another aspect but um there's always new stuff there's always new trends it drives me crazy because a lot of them are bs Yeah. Um, you know like the chia seed explosion that's an amazing seed to eat it's absolutely amazing but yeah. it's been around for thousands of years Right. and right. we used to grow freaking plants with them you know, <laughs> chi- you know all that right. crap so you know, that, and then like the acai, you know, explosion. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that again is marketing. It's brilliant marketing, but yeah. it's like, man, there's so many other things that you don't have to go and are much more sustainable. So it's staying ahead of like what people want. People want, you know, what they want, and they want it now. It's like Jim Mars said, we want the world and we want it now, yeah. but uh, education's key. If you're not passionate about it, you're going to fail at it. You're yeah. going to fail at it. So you better know what you're talking about. You know, my rule is just like with Socrates or anything else in the healing world is first do no harm. If I don't know a product, I'm not gonna talk about it. If I haven't tried it, I'm not gonna try to sell it to you. Everything in here I've tried, every single thing. Wow. So, and I don't sell anything that I haven't tried or that I don't hold to the higher standards. We do third-party testing with all the CBD products we get. you know. So if that it doesn't exist, we don't deal with you um, or I don't deal with you, um, it's, a, it's a tough one. Um, but I think more now than ever, people are getting into the natural food stuff. I started in that world back when I lived in Bristol in 2009. Yeah, I started getting organic foods, started going to the local food stores like Giant when they just started their line. Yeah. And it was like, we want this, can you guys get this? Yeah. And it's like the consumers are the key, man. We're yeah. seeing all this stuff in the mainstream market now that we never thought would happen. Look at medical marijuana and mm. recreational marijuana. Now people press for it and it's happening. Yeah. And I think more people need to understand like the power is with them. So mm-hmm. there's something than they want it'll happen and more people are understanding the importance of local but also you know organically grown you know sustainable practices regenerative practices more than right. anything else. So I think that's a key in educating yourself in that getting to know the businesses and uh, just believing in what you do yeah.
0: Awesome well said um, and and before we close out you, uh, any any of your social media handles websites anything yeah. you want to plug cool. real quick
1: uh, So we're on Facebook noble Earth Bristol um we're on instagram as noble earth we're on twitter as noble earth usa trying to think if there's anything else i added yet uh we will be starting on the TikTok and um uh, linkedin world very soon um and uh we'll be updating the website soon which is long overdue but um yeah we're open every day except monday uh tuesdays we're open uh 4 p.m to 10 p.m and then wednesday through sunday 11 a.m to 10 p.m if we have shows going on we'll definitely stay open later
0: so, nice yeah, I think that's also, awesome yeah. uh, 212 Mill Street 212 Mill Street and the heart of historic Bristol Borough <laughs> <laughs> love it we'd like to end our show with quotes first one by Lao Tzu uh, nature does not hurry yet everything is accomplished And the second one by Confucius. It does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. Noble Earth, in this episode, we have special guest Joe Rakowski. We cover topics that range from small business ownership, health, wellness, herbs, teas, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Lao Tzu and Confucius. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Fuse podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by the Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success, available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.